content disclaimer. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair. Additionally, this podcast is not intended to incite hate towards any particular individual or entity, but for the purposes of consumer education and consumer protection. Hi friends, welcome to the Recovering from MLM podcast. Listen, you guys, um, I am going to kind of skip the introduction tonight because there's a reason why I am recording this podcast at 11.53 p.m. Okay, the tea is hot. The tea is hot. It is piping hot. It should have a caution hot label on it. Not only is it hot, this tea has spilled out all over the friggin' table and is dripping into the floor because it is messy. And I am here to give you guys the tea tonight because I got some information. I, you know, I like to do a little bit of researching. I like to go back and check up on people. You guys know that I was prior, uh, pre- previously with It Works. Um, I'm literally so frustrated that I'm like stumbling over my words. I am just, oh my God, I you guys are going to get why I'm angry by the end of this. But for those of you who don't know, for almost five years, I was with an MLM company called It Works. And I was with them over two different instances. Feel free to go back and listen to my other episodes because I just don't want to waste any time here at all. You guys, we have talked before about something called MLM hopping or MLM jumping or a mass exodus that happens a lot in MLMs. And I have seen two of them so far with It Works, but this one, this one has to be the the dirtiest one as of yet. And I just, I am at a loss for words. And so I, you know, it's 11.55 PM and I'm recording this right now because I just want you guys to be able to get like my raw, real emotion on this. Like just the real nitty gritty, like, let's just talk about this before I've even had any time to like sit and stew on it. We're just going to talk about it. And I typically don't make podcasts this way. Typically I do a lot of research. I do a lot of digging, but basically tonight I was on social media and I found out that there are a lot of top income earners who are jumping out of it works and into another company. Now I'm not talking reps that are making a hundred dollars, $200 a month. No, I am talking about the rare 0.02% of, of leaders who are making, you know, 20,000, 30,000, $40,000 a month off of their downlines backs. Might I add, if you didn't listen to the previous um, episode or the episode before that, we talked really in depth about how leaders typically tend to get to a certain point and stop working and just kind of pig, piggyback off of their um, downline. And that's really a lot of what happens in MLM. Well, these people have, you know, I mean, my previous leader, Charlotte, as we've named her in this podcast, is actually one of the people who jumped. And I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but I actually talked on my retreat episode. Um, and also, I think my very first episode about how 
you know, her best friend at one point jumped out of it works and jumped into another company called Melaleuca. And I told you guys about the nasty things that Charlotte said about this girl. I think we called her Taylor. I'm not really sure. Um, but just the nasty things that she said about this girl that was supposedly supposed to be like her best friend, her best buddy. And just like nasty things were said about her, calling her stupid, saying that she wasn't going to be able to pay her mortgage, saying that she wasn't going to be able to take care of her kid. Just all of these just downright nasty, horrible things that were said, lied and told everyone that there was a lawsuit out, which I've spoken to. We'll just call her Taylor because I don't remember her, what name I gave her for the podcast and I don't like name dropping, but um, I spoke to Taylor myself and there is no lawsuit. <laughs> There's no lawsuit. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that what Taylor did was right. What I'm saying is, is it's the two-facedness for me. And what's crazy is, like, you slash my name, you tell everyone to delete me and block me because I left at works and you weren't sure if I was going to go to another MLM or what I was going to do. At this point, like, I wasn't even talking about launching a podcast. And you have everyone block me. You completely ostracize me. You take away people who I thought were my friends, like, completely made me feel alone and in the dark and probably in one of the deepest depressions that I've ever been in and also caused me to get so much harassment that I literally had to change my freaking phone number <laughs> because all these boss babes were pissed that I was leaving. Not only that, just one month ago, um, a girl that I'm actually still friends with had jumped ship and gone to a different company and she too was ostracized. She too was treated poorly. And I have seen numerous times in this company where Charlotte has done this to people. And now, wouldn't you know it, Charlotte and Charlotte's upline have both jumped ship. Huh. That's odd, right? Because I thought It Works was life. I thought It Works had the best compensation plan. And you guys, this, this audio recording that I'm about to play for you guys... Oh my God, it is just literal proof that everything that these anti-MLM community people are saying and screaming from the rooftops and trying to warn you about is truth. And it's so funny because the manipulation is right in front of your face. I'm just going to lift the veil up so that you can see it. Okay. So basically what happened was I was on social media. I found out about this. I started looking up top income earners who were allegedly leaving. And when I started looking them up, I realized that several of them joined and like double, triple, quadruple, or times five their promotions in one day to 48 hours. And I was like, hmm, let's put on our thinking cap here and really think about this. Are they jumping the ranks because MLM works? Or are they jumping the ranks because they have anywhere from two to 10,000 distributors in their downline, maybe even more, that they're bringing along with them? Hmm. I don't know. You guys tell me. Go ahead and send me a message on my Instagram and you tell me. It'll be in my description. You tell me what you think it is. Do you think it's because the MLM works or do you think that it's because they brought a whole bunch of their people over with them so they could rack up bonuses knowing that their downline probably still wasn't going to make any money like they haven't been for years. Um, and if your answer is that you think that it's the MLM works, I just want you to just listen to the rest of this, this podcast before you make your decision. So let's get in while the tea is still hot.
All right, so here's what happened. I started doing some digging and I realized, like I said, that these top income earners were making all these huge promotions. I actually found the girl who enrolled all of these women um, because she was tagged to social media. And I just want you guys to know, like before I even start this, I want you to keep this in mind because there's some pretty, I've listened to like the first 10 minutes of this recording and there's some pretty sketchy shit that's said. And so I want to clarify any question of why they would be trying to be secretive or whatever. When you join an MLM, you have to agree to terms and conditions, okay? And a part of those terms and conditions is agreeing that if you were to ever leave said MLM, then you would literally have to agree that if you left that MLM and you joined another MLM, right? So you left it works, went to Melaleuca, left it works, went to, oh, I don't know, Q Sciences. Um, basically, what you would be agreeing to is that you would never enroll your downline because that's what's called poaching. Like basically those distributors belong to your prior company. So in this case, they belong to It Works, right? And in this instance, what's happening is they're breaching that because of course they're not just going to go out and try to recruit new people. That shit is hard. But when you have thousands of people at your disposal who already trust you, who already follow you very, very blindly, of course, the the incentive is insane. So we're going to go ahead and jump off with this video. Um, I am going to be removing names. So there might be some little parts of the video that sound a little choppy or whatever. Um, but I just want to let you know, as soon as you start hearing this audio, the very first voice that you're going to hear is actually a girl who literally just left at works. Okay, who is already in a place of leadership. And I'm not really 100% sure, but I think that what is going on here is that this is being sent to previous boss babes from It Works. And here's why I say this. Like I said earlier, I found the girl who is recruiting all of the It Works top income earners, right? And whenever I found her, I actually found a post where she listed her phone number. Well, that's public information now. So I texted her phone number and I was just like, hey, I saw your post on Instagram. I just kind of wanted some info. And so she's like, oh, and here's what's crazy. Here's what makes me think that Charlotte's been with this company for a while because her very first question was, are you familiar with network marketing? Well, that's the very first message that it works, that not that it works sends, but that we were trained to send with it works under Charlotte. Um, that was her scripting. So that's interesting to me. But um, we're going to dissect a lot in here. We're just going to kind of get started, but I reached out to her and literally the second message that she sent to me was this video. Like she didn't want to message me and send me any info about the company. She didn't want to have a, a genuine conversation with me. She's just like, yep, got it, girl. Watch this video and let's get started. So we're just going to listen to this video. She sent it to me. So I'm guessing she doesn't want it to be kept private because you don't send things to strangers that you want to be kept private, right? Um, so this video that we're about to listen to is strictly for educational purposes. Okay. This is just for education. Um, disclaimer, I'm going to be stating my opinions of this video. They are simply my opinions, nothing more. Let's dive in. We are going to, um, get started here and I get the honor of introducing Miss. She is the number one income earner at Q Sciences and she is here to um, give us some info, answer some questions. Um, also, I'm going to just remind everyone, like, let's not take any pictures of this Zoom. Let's not post those anywhere. 
Um, I think there's a lot of people having a lot of conversations and we're going to respect that privacy for sure. So uh, immediately red flag. It is 30 seconds, 37 seconds into this video and immediately red flag. Please explain to me why, if you're not doing anything wrong, why are people not allowed to take photos of the Zoom? Why are people not allowed to post about this Zoom? Why does it have to be hush-hush? Could it possibly be Miss Top Income Earner who jumped ship and is now recruiting a whole bunch of people? Could it possibly be that what you're doing right now is actually illegal? That what you're doing right now could have your new account banned by FTC? Um, that could have you sued by It Works? Could that very possibly be what's going on here? Because that's what it sounds like to me. And like, that is an immediate red flag. Like the moment that someone, like something that I tell my kids all the time is that we don't do secrets, okay? I don't care if it is grandma telling you, we're gonna go get an ice cream. It's just our secret, don't tell mommy. We never keep secrets. Why? Because if something is not wrong, then it should not have to be hidden, it is the same thing whenever it comes to a quote unquote business opportunity. If someone is telling you, keep this a secret, that is a red mother effing flag. Okay, red flag immediately. Why? Why does it have to be kept secret? But nobody's gonna question that. Everybody who's here, this is not a training Zoom. Okay, this is a recruiting Zoom. Let me just be very clear about this. The point of this Zoom was for people who were interested to watch this video. That is, the, that is the point behind this Zoom, okay, is to explain to people why this is such a better opportunity than it works, to explain to people why this is a great opportunity if you've never done this before. Why, why are we keeping secrets? <laughs> um, all right. Hi, you guys. Um, if you're on here right now, it's because one of your leaders, someone has had a conversation with you within the last couple of days. And you're probably uh, feeling a lot of things. But if you look at how many people are on this, this was just kind of like a low-key thing we were doing. That should tell you something. Let's break this down. Okay. If you're on here, you've probably had a conversation with someone. Now, notice how they don't go in depth. Why? Because if FTC or It Works was to get a hold of this video, there would be immediate lawsuits going out. Um, especially if she said, you know, a lot of your uplines have come to you and told you that they jumped ship from their previous company and are now joining here and trying to recruit you, then we got some legal issues going on. So she's saying it this way to protect her ass. But let's touch on the part where she says a lot of you guys are probably feeling a lot of feelings. But if you look at the number of people who are on here, immediately that tells me that there are so many people on here that are probably going to leave this Zoom and be recruited, which means it's just cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. It's immediate money for the person who brought them into this Zoom. And what's sad is a lot of these people are going to be newer people who didn't have a whole lot of success with their prior company, which it might there might be other prior companies in this video but I know the main one targeted here is it works. Um, and there are going to be so many people who are still very new, who are still, um, they're, they're, they're there's going to be an impression made here is what I'm trying to say. And so the, these sentences that they're saying seem so small and insignificant, but they're really saying mouthfuls here. Um, I'm born and raised in California. We moved out here to Tennessee, uh, end of 2020, right after I started my business in Q actually. 
But like a lot of you guys, I didn't set out to be in network marketing. I joined a company called Plexus in 2017. I did not join for the business. I joined for the products. Uh, someone shared them with me and I liked them. So I posted about it, started making some money and boom, I think that's where my belief in this industry came from. I, I just want to break this down for you guys really quickly. So she says, I didn't join for the business, right? So when I joined, I didn't want to make any money. I joined for the products. And then I posted the products and boom, I started making money. Do you see how easy she made that sound? Like, yeah, I just signed up because I really liked the products. I made a post about the products and then, wow, I'm rich. <laughs> I just want you to know that's not how that worked. And also, I find it really hard to believe that she did not join for the business side of it um, and that she just joined because she was so passionate about the products. Because here's the thing. In MLM, it is like physically impossible, uh, in my opinion, to become successful at MLM unless you're recruiting. Let me explain to you why. So we'll use the previous company that I was with, for example. We'll use It Works, okay? So with It Works, you have distributor, um, executive, and then Ruby. So to to hit Ruby, which is where you like really start to um, be more recognized in the company. What you have to do is you have to get 2,000 volume, okay? And with that 2,000 volume, you also have to acquire three distributors, okay? Now, that volume can be distributed anywhere in your downline. It could be just you have 2,000 by yourself. It could be, you know, at least three of your distributors have to have 400 in volume, right? Um, so anywhere outside of that, like it could be that one has 600 and the rest is distributed out between the other. It doesn't matter. But here's what I'm saying. Okay. When I first joined it works for the very first time, I got up to 2000 volume by myself with no distributors under me. My paycheck was $50. But when you have those three distributors under you, the typical Ruby paycheck is anywhere from three to $500, sometimes higher, depending on like how many distributors you have underneath you and how hard they're working. It's physically impossible to make an income in MLM without having a downline. And even at that, you're not making substantial income. And just to give you guys an idea, it took me about three years just to get to Ruby of consistent work because it, it doesn't work. <laughs> You know, none of us set out to do this. <laughs> it just sort of happens. None of us set out to do this. None of us set out to recruit you. None of us set out to bring you over into another company where you're once again not going to make money. It's totally non-intentional that you're here. Um, it was surely by accident. And then you you realize what's possible. So that's what happened with me. I grew a business there for three and a half years. I hit one of the top three ranks. I got the car and the trip to Hawaii and uh, the shopping sprees and all the fun stuff, which is fun. The problem was that none of my team was winning with me, and that is what it comes down to, and that's honestly why a lot of leaders are here. Wait a minute. I'm confused. I thought you joined because of the products. I thought that you weren't actively recruiting people, and you... Make it make sense. Um, there is honestly nobody on my team even making $500 a month. 
there were no systems in place. I said this earlier today. One thing that my dad has always told me is you don't know what you don't know and you don't know what you want until you know what you don't want, right? So I learned a lot of things from that project. Um, and again, like I said, my belief was born. I didn't know that certain things mattered, okay? I didn't know that timing mattered. I didn't realize that I had joined that company. And this is, again, not me bashing that company. It's a great company. It just wasn't a good fit for me and my family. Um, I didn't realize that I had joined after it was saturated. I had missed the timing play. And I don't care what anybody says. You guys, timing is an edge. It's something either that you have or you don't. And when you have it, oh, man, do you run with it. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize. So what she's saying here is that whenever she joined, she didn't join while the company was new. She joined once it was saturated, once it had pulled in so many people that everybody was hearing about this thing and everybody had already been warned about it and everybody was already learning to be on their toes about it. Um, which, you know, like I said, I'm going to be lifting some veils here. Listen, there are going to be some hard truths in this podcast. So if you're faint of heart, I probably wouldn't listen to this because it's probably going to hurt your feelings. But let's just be very real here. What she's literally saying is, I left the company that I was with because too many people had joined before me and I never had a chance of making it to the top. Which means that all of these MLM people who say, oh no, saturation is not a thing, which by the way, it works, says that. The saturation is not a thing, okay? So all the ones that are saying, oh no, it's not saturated. Oh no, it doesn't matter how many people are here. We need to recruit all the people that we can. There's room here for everyone. Anyone can do this. Anyone can be a top income earner. What I just heard from her is you can't make a lot of money if there's already a lot of distributors. Another thing about the products, um, that company white labels their products. Uh, they don't own them. And at Q, we own them, which means that you can do whatever you want. You can create. So here's what's weird. And I've heard up to this part. So I'm just going to kind of touch on a little bit of what she's fixing to say. Um, just to be very clear, whenever she says we own them, what she actually means is the company. This woman is not a business owner. This woman does not own Q Sciences. This woman does not determine what products go out. She does not determine what the packaging looks like. She does not determine what the pricing looks like. So what she's saying right now is literally just fluffed up bullshit to get someone's attention because let's use again we'll just use it works because these are the people that are leaving it works and coming into q sciences okay with it works i'm not sure if it works owns the products or not but what i know is none of the distributors have any say of what products go out how they're manufactured how they're shipped how they're packaged what the labels look like what the pricing looks like what the ingredients are inside of them so whenever she's saying this people are tuning in and people are listening and people are like, oh, wait a minute. Like she's saying we get to decide. We, meaning us, meaning all of the distributors in Q Sciences. No, it's honestly probably like corporate comes out to like the top, like maybe 50 leaders and says, hey, and this is just my opinion of probably what happens because this is how it was with it works. Hey, this is the product that we're thinking about. What do you guys think? And whether they love it or hate it, the product still launches because it's not their business. They're not a fucking CEO. They're literally a person with zero credentials running around screaming, I'm a business owner, which to me is so offensive because right now I'm in the process of trying to launch a small business, a legitimate homemade 
natural products. I have to do everything. I have to do the making of the products. I have to do the cleanup. I have to do the packaging, all of the things. And right now, like I'm in very, very early stages that probably won't even be dropping until sometime next year. But what I'm saying is it's so offensive now to hear all these people call themselves business owners and to know that I actually used to say that whenever in fact I wasn't a business owner. This person is just contracted to recruit people and sell products. That is it. She gets no say in anything. So the fact that she's gaslighting these people into feeling like they're going to be a part of something big is insane to me. And formulate and pivot whatever you want. Case in point, this is actually really exciting. Um, our owner's wife is one of my closest friends. Her name is... Notice she said our owner's wife. Not another girl in the company. Not somebody else that's, that's on this team with me. The owner's wife. So someone who owns the business, right? Someone who would actually have a say in this. Keep that in mind. Sarah Spencer. And she has actually been dealing with a lot of adrenal fatigue. And so she decided, let's make a product for it. And so... So she decided. <laughs> oh my God. These MLM hunts, like they never... Oh, if I could just go back five years ago and just not join an MLM ever and just have launched a podcast talking about what MLM really is. If I would have just educated myself five years ago, I'm so ashamed of the fact that I can actually say I used to be in an MLM. <laughs> oh my God. I literally hate it so much because it's embarrassing at this point. Like, yeah. So our CEO's wife, um, who, probably is not a doctor, um, has adrenal fatigue, which we don't even know if she actually has adrenal fatigue. Like she could just be like, Oh, I Googled my symptoms. Oh God. It's adrenal fatigue. I have adrenal fatigue. Um, because you know, people love to self-diagnose and I'm not saying that's necessarily what happened here. I'm just saying it's highly plausible that she self-diagnosed herself, um, with adrenal fatigue. Um, and so she decided let's make a product. <laughs> what what she decided with probably no credentials she just decided let's make a product holy shit it was actually really quick i think a couple months and now we're launching it on friday oh my god a product for adrenal fatigue you need to look up adrenal if you don't know what that is a product for adrenal fatigue was the idea came up was executed and now the product is launched in a couple of months that is so dangerous okay and it is one of my absolute favorite products and it works um so that is coming friday we own it we can do whatever we want uh so there's a lot more that goes into that but it's huge when you own your own products and you're not paying for formulas or licensing or any of those things um i didn't realize that <laughs> comp plans were different. I didn't realize that that was a thing. Um, and I didn't understand that when you build width in network marketing, you're building wealth for the owners. When you build depth, you're building wealth for the fields. That is something very important. Another thing that I'm... Okay, let's stop right there. Here's what she's talking about. All right. I want you to picture in your mind just a piece of notebook paper that has lines on it, right? Obviously, notebook paper has lines. But anyway piece of paper with lines on it. Okay. And the very top line, just write you, Y-O-U, your name. Okay. 
Now draw a line going down from you to the next line on that notebook paper and draw a straight line out that takes up that whole line space on that next line, okay? Width is if you drew 50 little lines along that sheet of notebook paper and you put Beth, Tammy, Katie, Sarah, um, Martha, Betty, I don't know, probably I said Betty, but like all these names, right? If you're signing distributors and keeping them underneath yourself and not moving them anywhere in your downline, that is width, okay? Depth is if I'm in multi-level marketing, I sign you, okay? The next distributor that I sign, I place under you. The next distributor that you sign, you place under the girl that I placed under you. We keep moving it down the downline, okay? That's what she's talking about. Here's what's crazy is for you, the farther down the downline it goes, the less money you actually make, okay? Because like, again, it works, for example, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe that it was like 15% for your top three lines. So 15% for the person I sign, the person she signs and the person that person signs. Now, after that, it drops down to like 10%. And then it drops down again to like 5%. And it keeps dropping. The percentage of pay that you get off of these people keeps dropping the deeper it goes. And so that's why whenever people in MLM are talking about width, they're signing people and keeping them under themselves because they put in the work to sign these distributors they want to get the most income instead of giving that income to someone else. Here's the kicker. When you enroll and you're doing in-depth to someone who is not high up in the company, that is hurting them. But to someone who is high up in the company, that's helping them because now they're raking in what's called generational bonuses. Because think of each line in the pyramid as a generation. Okay, I just wanted to point that out. I'm going to talk about in a little bit when I get to the comp plan is the fact that the way a comp plan is written determines the behavior of the fields. That's something that we're going to talk about a little bit too. Um, I didn't realize that collaboration and partnership with corporate was a thing, but that was even possible to have a relationship with them, let alone a partnership. Um, all of these things came into play. So that was kind of a long story short to, no one was having success on my team. So I, I could not, in my integrity, my character, I could not in good conscience bring people into the business, ask them to partner with me and to trust me, knowing that they were not really going to make much money. I Translation. The reason your upline has brought you here today and told you that they're leaving at works and asked you to join this company with them is because they have so much integrity that they've realized that you're not making money, so they wanna help you make more money with them. I just will let you decide whether or not you believe that. I didn't wanna waste their time, and I didn't wanna pull them away from their families. Uh, I'm sorry, I know I'm stopping it a lot through here, but I didn't wanna pull them away from their families. <laughs> but whenever you're in, when you're in an MLM, and you're not a top income earner, all you do is work. So it doesn't matter what company you're with, you're still pulling them away from their families. Oof, red flags, guys. When I knew it wasn't going to be great for them. So I kind of sat out for that last year. So I was there for three and a half years, but the last year I didn't build. I just kind of collected a check. 
Uh, so this is going to be kind of crazy. When, in my three and a half years there, my highest check was $8,000 a month, and that only lasted for three months. And then there was no getting it back. No matter what I did, there was no getting it back. By the time I left, I was making only $2,000 a month, but we needed every single penny of that. Um, so at the I'm just going to fast forward it just a little bit right here. Uh, leaders build in Q sciences for 18 months. I watched for 18 months. Don't do what I did. Don't do what I did. Don't wait 18 months. Don't research the company. Don't take your time. Join right now because it's going to change your life, girl. I watched for 18 months and I watched them build crazy, crazy successful businesses. I watched people run to 8,000, $15,000, $90,000 a month. And my brain couldn't even comprehend what was happening here. But when this happened in my life, I knew exactly what, I, where I needed to go and the questions I needed to ask. So literally the next day I reached out to a friend that I saw having success here. And I said, okay, I'm desperate. Tell me everything. Like, I don't like, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> don't get your hopes up, but tell me everything. And she did. And at the end of the day, I was left. I felt with, with two options. Uh, either this is, I just want to stop really quickly and just say that I have a feeling the next thing that she's going to say is going to be, in my opinion, quite unintelligent and manipulative too good to be true i'm out <laughs> like there's no way or this is too good to pass up i'm all in and i was just desperate enough that i felt like that was my only choice oh my god she admitted it she admitted it let me like i said guys we're gonna talk about some hard shit okay we're gonna pull the veil off okay so what she just said is i felt like i had two options okay translation you now have two options a this is too good to be true, or B, this is too good to pass up, okay? Now she's got you thinking. And you're gonna be thinking one of two things. This is too good to be true, not gonna happen. Or she's right, this is entirely too good to pass up. Like she almost passed this up, like I'm thinking about doing right now, and look where she is, right? And then she says, I was just desperate enough. She literally just admitted to all of us that the key to recruiting an MLM and what she is trying to do right now is find the people on this Zoom who are just desperate enough. Because whenever you are desperate, we've talked about this before, you guys, whenever you are desperate, you will do almost anything. You will do things outside of your moral code. You will do things that you typically would not do. You will break your belief system. You will take a gamble that you normally would not take because desperate times call for desperate measures, right? So I told her that I will do whatever you tell me to do. I'm very coachable. I'm not, I have no ego. I'm not naive enough to think that I know it all. Or I know. Okay, so what she's doing now is reverse psychology. She's saying, I am coachable. Translation. Let me brainwash you right now. You need to be coachable. You need to not be naive enough to think that you know it all. Know what's best. Uh, and I wanted what they had. So I said, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And they taught me the systems. Uh, they got me connected. 
and I put my head down. I'm a very all or nothing type of person and I put my head down. Translation, you have to be an all or none type of person and you need to put your head down as soon as you get started. Do you see what's happening here? Like this is one of the most common tactics in MLM is they try to tell their story in a way that actually paints the picture of the kind of person that they want you to be. So that whenever you start questioning things, you're like, oh, wait, but she said she came in and she was all or nothing. Well, am I all or nothing? No, I kind of have some reservations. So that must be why I'm not making money. Then you start being all or nothing and you're like, oh, well, but wait, am I coachable? Do I have an ego? Am I this? Am I that? And it literally trains you how to question yourself without ever even telling you that that's what you needed to do. That's what's happening here. And I ran. And you guys, when I started running, my confidence and what I had found here was unshakable. I hadn't hit a rank yet. I hadn't made a dollar yet, but I knew that what I had was special. And I knew that I did not want to miss the boat on that timing. So I worked my butt off. I shared this with anyone possible. Uh, I don't know if, you know, if you have most, I think all of you guys are in the industry, you're in a, you're in a business. So you understand the feeling of maybe at some point, maybe feeling a little bit embarrassed to share about what you do or a little bit like, oh, this is what I do. And you kind of like downplay it a little bit. No, no, no. I was so confident that nobody was off the table. And I truly felt like if I reached out to you, you were lucky to hear from me. You were lucky that I was sharing this with you because I told them I'm going to the top. Do you want? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. The poor people who know this girl, like you're lucky to be hearing from me about my MLM opportunity. Oh my God. Oh my God. And the fact that this is literally like planting these rotten little seeds in these poor people's minds to make them think like, you better talk to every single person that you know, and you need to have the audacity to think that you are just gracing them with your presence about their MLM that they probably don't even freaking want. Oh my God. This is horrible, you guys. You want to come with me? Come here from my friend. Come here from my mentor. Come listen to what they're doing. And they did. And we freaking did it. So in six months, we hit Black Diamond. Black Diamond is a set paycheck of $120,000 a month. Like, y'all, I, didn't, I did not need that income. I needed four. Do you know what this tells me? The fact that she achieved this, this rank, um, which would be less than 0.02% of the company, um, this tells me that she... It wasn't just that she was running. It wasn't just that she was amazing. And this is actually something that we're fixing to talk about later on in, in this episode. What this tells me is that she recruited her entire downline from her previous company into Q Sciences. Because there's no way that you get that kind of enrollments in a six-month time span most people don't even get that kind of enrollments in eight to 10 years. So, hmm, it's a little suspicious. Four grand a month to pay the bills. The, the, my favorite part about the success that we had, uh, the quick success, was that it wasn't just me. It was a lot of people winning. So now, two years in, we just hit Royal Diamond, which is a rank that no one has ever hit yet. We are lifting the lid. We are blowing through the ceiling and showing people what's possible here. And 
When she says we, she really means me. She has hit Royal Diamond. She's the first one in this company to ever hit Royal Diamond. And I'm willing to bet money that the reason why, in my opinion, that she's hitting a a rank in the company that has never been hit before um, is probably because she is poaching people from other companies who are, she has a type, right? Like when you're, when you're in the dating world, you have a type, right? Like there's a certain, like tall, dark hair, blue eyes, facial hair. That's my type, just in case you're, that's literally my husband. But, um, you have a type. And so her type is, knows what they're doing on social media, already has a very prestigious downline, already has a system in place, already knows what it's like to be a leader, already is making thousands in MLM, Because whenever that person comes in and that person recruits hundreds, if not thousands of people, her rank just keeps going up. Does that make sense? And it's been so exciting. I have a what? Over 40 to 50 six-figure earners. I have a seven-figure earner. And uh, a lot of families supplementing their incomes and a lot of families making a difference uh, in their lives, especially around Christmas time, which we'll get to. So... Do you think it's weird that she can tell you how many people are making, you know, five, six, seven figures, but then it's just, oh, and a lot of people that are supplementing their incomes. Like she can't give you a number there. Huh? Maybe because she doesn't care or maybe because she's got a pretty big downline and only, you know, handful of people out of that downline are actually making a significant amount of income so she wouldn't want to disclose that and this this is the trend in MLM this is this is not just specific to it works this is not just specific to Q sciences this is literally how MLM works oh I feel like that was kind of a long intro of my story and why I'm so passionate but I want to get into um these slides because you might be a visual learner like me So I'm going to show you what I share with people on a daily basis so that you can see um, what this looks like and what what we'll be showing to anyone that you invite. So. Wow. Just freaking wow. All right. So that's all of the recording that I'm going to play. The rest of the recording I skipped through. She kind of just talks about the business model for this Q Sciences company and how it works and all those kind of things. And we'll probably do an episode soon um, about Q Sciences, how their compensation plan works, their income disclosures, all of those things, because I feel like that's going to be important to touch on. Um, It will be after the mystery um, episode that I'm posting on Monday, but I wanted to share that audio with you guys because I wanted you to see kind of what's behind the veil, like what is really beneath the surface of this, because they really like to put it off as you're here because your upline cares about you. But what you're really here for is because they want to make money fast. And then they're going to say, oh, I did it so anybody can do it. But it's not that anybody can do it because not everybody has thousands of people that they can reach out to and immediately have hop on board with them. And it's just so nasty and slimy to me that it just it literally made me sick to my stomach whenever I found out about this so to end this podcast I'm just going to read a couple of posts um, that I pulled off of Facebook by different um, people who are higher up with it works as well as um, the recruiter who we just listened to do all of the speaking 
So this first post that I'm going to read is actually from a girl that I was with at retreat. Um, she used to be, I believe, triple diamond, and then she dropped all the way down to diamond and was just like kind of in a really dark place. She seemed like she was really in a dark place at retreat. Um, I hope and pray that she's doing better mentally now because she just did not seem to be doing great um, at retreat. But she has jumped ship and gone over to this new company. And it was interesting because she, you know, the way she was talking at retreat was like she did not want to be with It Works anymore. She did not want to be doing this anymore. Um, so I'm kind of interested to know if she just started with Q Sciences or if she's been with them since that time frame. But here's the post that she put up um, about 15 hours ago. And it says, holy moly, it's been a whirlwind of a week for sure. I swear this is my last announcement for a while, but there's a lot of change happening over here. After 7.5 years, I have decided to leave It Works. I leave knowing that I'm making the right decision for me and my family, but I also leave knowing that it is a company that has truly changed my life. Decisions like this don't come easy for me, but I am truly excited for what is to come. It's a bittersweet feeling, but a lot of thought, time, and prayer has come into making this decision, and I will never bash a company that built me and led me to where I am today. Also, a huge thanks to everyone who has supported me over the past 7.5 years. It means the world to me. <laughs> On the flip side, I found a company that I am so excited about. And I'll be honest, I haven't truly been excited about something in a really long time. So here's to closing one chapter and opening a new one. I guess year 31 is a lot of leaps of faith for me. That is so interesting to me. Um... For one, to say that it works built you, I I think that it's so strange. And I almost feel like it's it's their way of trying to, in my opinion, it seems like it's their way of trying to keep face um, with the people who are in it works. Because once you hit a certain rank, like you start having communications with people on the corporate side of it works um, or the corporate side of the MLM that you're with. And uh, Everyone always says this whenever they make their like announcement that they're leaving the company. Um, they're always like, this is the company that made me. I wouldn't be who I am today without this company. I would never be here without this company. This company gave me everything I have. Da, 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 la, la, la. And it's just so just ick. Um, if, if you really felt that way, like if, if I joined a company that truly changed my life, would I really be leaving that? I don't think so. Um, so that was interesting. And then it really bothered me how she just was like, I'm leaving this MLM. Here's information on the next one that I'm going to just so everybody knows and like makes it almost where people are going to want to ask questions because that opens a door for her to start recruiting. Right. Um, and so then I found a story slide of a top income earner um, with It Works. And she is someone who did a lot of collaborations on Zoom meetings with Charlotte. And I kind of have a theory here that I want to address. Um, so, you know, in one of my previous podcasts, one of my recent podcasts, um, I was talking to you guys about how the leaders don't lead from the front, right? And how they kind of ride, in my opinion, ride the coattails of the people in their organization, right? And of their hard work, even though those people aren't making jack, right? And so this particular person was in the team off that I told you guys about where we got split up like the top 15 people on each team. 
um, got pulled into a group chat and our names were randomly selected and we got like pulled off into these different um, teams with these different top income earners. Um, and it was supposed to be like um, like a challenge to see which team could have the most enrollments, right? And I remember thinking whenever this first came out, like, of course, I was down to do it because at this point I was desperate to get more enrollments. I was desperate to get more income. And I thought if I can learn from other enrollers, like maybe they'll have something that'll work for me. Um, but I also had this immediate gut feeling that something just wasn't sitting well with me about this entire, like something just seemed off. And I just find it interesting that for one, the girl who started this Zoom, who was like, you know, please don't take any pictures. Let's respect everybody's privacy. She was one of the leaders that I was under in the second team off that we did. And this girl that I'm fixing to read her post, um, she also was a leader in this. And several of the other leaders who have announced that they're leaving are a part of this. Okay. And so I'm curious to see if they rounded up all of their top people to make us feel like we were a part of something big to, they kept telling us big changes are coming, big changes are coming, but would never tell us what the big changes are. And I'm curious to know if this is what that big change was, if this was kind of like grooming us to trust all of them enough to move into this next step of joining this new MLM with them. Total conspiracy. Not sure if that's what the case is, but this is a story slide that was posted by the girl who signed her and it says her name. So we'll just call her Becky. Becky is elite and it's got a picture of her and her family. And then below that, it's got a picture of um, their compensation plan and promotions. And then it says fourth promotion in 24 hours, elite commissions plus bonus plus FFM bonus towards debt. I don't know what that is, but we'll find out in a, a later episode. And then the caption says, wow, wow, wow. One day in and my girl has already promoted four times. Okay. Then there's a post from the girl that we, um, not, I'm sorry, not the same girl that we just heard from, but from um, one of her, I'm guessing, uplines. And it says, not even 24 hours in and our team has ranked up four times. Now, it's not time to sit back and watch, my friends. The momentum is here. Either watch it or be a part of it. Text me info too. And then she has her phone number. And it's like a selfie picture of her and Becky. Then there's another story slide that says, Becky just took our team bronze in not even 48 hours. So proud of you for fearlessly diving into this scary new chapter and leading us with grit, grace, and integrity. That is so interesting because I don't feel like it takes grit to bring in hundreds or thousands of people um, into your organization who were previously with you and previously trusted you. I don't think that it's graceful or leading with integrity um, to manipulate people that you have already manipulated into doing what you want them to do so that you can be successful. So I just find that that word choice very interesting. And then this post was put up by... Becky. Okay. So it says for eight years, I've shared my entire life on social media as I built my income and changed my family's life. So it's time for me 
to come out of silence and share with you guys. I love network marketing, which is another word for multi-level marketing, by the way, for a thousand reasons. But there are hardships not always spoken about. No one prepares you for feeling like you've grown out of something or maybe it's just a season coming to an end. It's a sad goodbye, but with so much peace and comfort knowing that I've grown and learned more than I could have ever imagined, one of my biggest lessons I found out pretty quickly is that I'm more than just a mom. I'm more than just a wife. I'm meant to change the world and help people. And I feel like I did exactly that for over eight years with my company. I'll never forget it. I owe everything to It Works Global. My time here has officially come to an end, but it's just a beautiful piece to my story. There we go again with the, you know, (laughs) with the, uh, I owe everything to this company. And then there's another picture of Becky with another girl. And it says, cheers to enrollments and friendships that mean the world to me. And then it has like little picture snippets on there of like enrollments that they've gotten. So then we go on and we find another post, right? That's a story slide. And it says, Becky is bronze, fifth promotion in 24 hours, bronze commissions plus bonus plus increased FFM bonus towards debt. So now in 48 hour time span, she has once again promoted up the ranks, right? And they're making it literally look like you just walk into this business and it's like get rich quick, right? But that's, we all know that's not how this works. And if you don't know that's not how this works, um, please feel free to message me and I will be more than happy to um, educate you on how this works. But here's here's what I'm going to say, okay? This is what I'm going to close with is that it is so morally disgusting to know that so many people are being taken advantage of right now. To know that right before Christmas, the week before Christmas, people are being manipulated into paying more money to join another MLM under the promise that even though, just like the girl said in the video, she's like, you know, whenever I was with Plexus, my downline, most of my downline wasn't even making more than $500. And so what I'm willing to gamble on here, in my opinion, is that Becky probably went to her whole downline and was like, hey... I know you guys aren't making the money that you want to make. I'm not either. Um, Times are hard for all of us. I found this brand new opportunity. It's amazing. It's going to change all of our lives. We should do this together as a team. We've always been a family, right? Let's do this together. And so many people have jumped at the opportunity that she has been able to promote five times in 48 hours. That is disgusting. Because I would venture to say that at least 90% of the people who followed her probably have not promoted even once in the past 48 hours. But she's cashing out. That is so sad. And how these people sleep at night, knowing that this is what they're doing, I will never understand for the life of me. So that's all I have tonight, you guys. I just wanted to, this. I know this is like a total different kind of like vibe than what we usually have going on here but I wanted you guys to hear exactly what's going on um I will be updating my Instagram as I get more information 
Um, I will be posting it in reels, in stories, on, you know, making carousels on my page, which are like those little picture slides that you can scroll through on my main page on Instagram. Um, so be sure that you're following me on Instagram. Again, I'll be leaving my handle for you guys. Um, I hope that this gets to someone. And if you're one of those people, if you're listening to this, okay, and, and you're one of the people who have been called onto one of these Zooms, please, please hear me. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. It's not going to be any different in this MLM than it was in the previous one. Do not fall for this again. Don't let yourself become victim. I'm not saying this to hurt anyone. I'm not saying this to be malicious or to be spiteful. I'm saying this because I genuinely, genuinely give a shit. Don't do this to yourself a second time. And if you have already joined, it's not too late to walk away. It's, it's never too late. But at some point, you have to ask yourself, is this person that these people, like they literally just told you in this video who they are. Is that the kind of person that you want to be? So it's just something that you have to think about within yourself. You guys, thanks so much for coming and hanging out with me. I'm saying tonight, but you could be listening to this at any point. It's officially 1.50 in the morning. Um, but like I said, I just, I had to get this out because I just was like dumbfounded whenever I found out this was going on. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And you guys, seriously, on on a very serious note, I would not be surprised. And I'm going to be paying attention and watching to find out if this happens. But I would not be surprised if lawsuits come out of this. Because again, it breaches the contract that you sign. Um, and off, also, I would not be surprised if FTC starts uh, removing some of these people's accounts with this new company because it's what they're doing is literally illegal. It's literally commission fraud. <laughs> so I, I would not be surprised. Um, you know, stay vigilant. This is why we always say real friends don't let friends join MLNs. And on that note, I'm going to let you guys go. Love y'all.